Blog Talk Radio. Hello? Hello? Mafia. Mafia. Hi, this? This is Heather. Hey, Heather. And we're so glad you're on the call, and I'm on the call. I'm not sure about Queen Mother, (laughs) who is actually the other co-host of the show, but we're real glad you're on the call, and... Maybe uh, I've had a couple of people calling into my phone, like, I called in, but it's just nothing there. And I said, well, you know, Mercury is in retrograde. And so maybe she's having a technical difficulty on her end. But how are you this evening? We'll just go ahead and go on as if, you know, the the lines are open, but maybe we can't hear her on her end. Can you hear me? I can. Is this uh, Ima Shade? Yes, it is. Oh, wonderful! You know how exciting I how excited I get about hearing our oracle for the week. <laughs> that is, yeah, I think I think more than anything, I look forward to uh, to this particular oracle and and what our message is. And I think we'll just go ahead and get into it as they figure out whatever are the technical difficulties on the end. Last week was rejuvenation, and um, mm. we look forward to whatever you're pulling for us this evening. You want me to go ahead with it now? I, I really do. Okay. Well, the, the card that was pulled, or the card that jumped out, should I say, was mm-hmm. um, sexuality. Wow. Yes. I was like, oh, okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Your sexuality is as just as important as any other aspect of your being. It is so important, in fact, that not one but two chakras manage and maintain your sexual energy. Loving sexual contact is vital for your emotional, physical, and energetic well-being. It can be one of the greatest pleasures and and joys of being incarnated in human body. You are being asked to look at your desires, beliefs, or wounds around your sexual needs. If you are feeling inadequate, unwanted, or unattractive, then it is time to to begin a regime of self-love. It is time to restore any low self-worth and negative mm-hmm. programming you have about your physical body. We are often mm-hmm. much harder on ourselves than our partners would ever be. Your negative thoughts or self-image could be holding you back from experiencing the deeper emotional aspects of intimate love. This card can also be indicative of neglecting your intimate and sexual connection with your partner. Perhaps this is the opportunity to resurrect the feelings of desire and sexual attraction that you once shared. It could also be letting you know that it is important to make your intimate life a priority. Feeling sexual and playful is invigorating, no matter your age. So put on your sexy and wear it proudly. Have fun with it and enjoy it. Flirt a little. Smile at someone you're attracted to. Dress up in something that makes you feel attractive. 
Put your energy out there. Enjoy the gift of innocent sexual playfulness. Sexual energy is a powerful expression of our creative force. You may find that by allowing your sexual energy to flow, your creative energy will, will too. By embracing every aspect of being human, we discover the truth of our own divinity. And that was the card sexuality. Thank you so much. And, and you know, I want to introduce for those who are able to hear us, Ifashade Bola Kumolafe, Yenifa, and a very, very dear Sister Queen friend of mine. And this is Sister Queen's Rise and Shine. And we are so grateful for uh, all of us who have rose above the Mercury uh, uh, retrograde that seems to be tampering with that full connection of a lot of sisters who keep beeping in and out of my personal phone, but I wouldn't click off because I definitely wanted to hear that. It's really interesting how that uh, really spoke to um, some of the the pieces that I felt in our particular guest tonight, Heather Lee, author of Love Letters to My Sisters, because I felt at the basis of this conversation really was not only that love relationship that we have with our own bodies and a lot of what the card just spoke to, but that having more love for each other as sisters, as um, as women, that um, is now it seems in this in this consciousness rising that we're overcoming it a little bit. That that passage that we're coming out of where it seemed very competitive and a lot of jealousy and a lot of divisiveness, and finally we're really stepping back into some full sisterhood. Do I hear another voice there on the phone? Ah, give thanks, Ia. You made it on. Well, we were just listening (laughs) to the oracle and our card for this evening was sexuality, which spoke a little bit about um, how we are in love and relationship to ourselves and to our bodies. And so it sounds like with the music in the background that uh, our queen mother, our co-host, has joined us. Maybe not. And so if there is, um, if we could have everyone to mute their phones while they're listening so that we all can hear each other speaking. I can hardly hear you that music is going on. Yes. I think the Queen Mother is trying to justify whatever is going on with the technical aspect. Uh-huh. Wow, it sounds like a Yoruba song. Can you make it out, Eva Shade? I'm, I'm trying to listen. I'm trying, yeah. Only thing I can identify as being a root is Ache Ache. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. But it's always nice to follow spirit, you know, and yes. if that's the blessing that it gave us, then we're thankful for it because Ache, which say. many people ask me when I just speak it right out there, they say, what does that mean? You always say it. 
And I said, it means as, and so it is. And so interesting that that song came right up after we heard uh, the oracle speak to us on our sexuality. So once again, this is Sister Queen's Rise and Shine, and we come to you via Queen Mother uh, for Real Blog Radio. And uh, Queen Mother, are you there with us yet? Actually, I am. But I guess I'm on air. Goodness gracious, my keyboard um, <laughs> is not working at all. Oh. Um, mm-hmm. I actually played It's a Love Thing. I know you didn't hear it. Y'all in here, it's okay. Talking, no. It's okay. We'll get all to right. it. Well, Heather I'm and I will get to it when we um, yes. when we go into I'm her ready. conversation. I did say to her at the beginning we have our our wonderful lesson from the Oracle, which we just had by our, our sister queen Ifa Shade, and the card this week was sexuality. In case you missed that, Queen Mother, and it was really good because I was wanting to have a little opening conversation, kind of why what led us in the direction of our dear sister queen Heather Lee and um, the phenomenal work that she does uh, in the Charlotte, North Carolina area with health and wellness, nutrition. And um, a few years back, quite a few years back, we were invited to her home for, you know, to really experience how she brings her workshops, quote-unquote, to the community and to sisters in that area. And it did begin with um, that particular song by The Whispers. And if any of you have seen the promotions go by on Facebook today, we played it. Uh, It's a love thing by by The Whispers. And it and her party, of course, was in her home, and so all of the sisters there, we were just dancing all over her house and smiling to that song because in that particular instance, it wasn't actually about um, men or our boyfriends or our partners. We, like, immediately got it. The more we were dancing, that we got it, that it's about a love thing, how we are really loving being healthy and alive and, you know, what good exercise dancing is and, you know, looking around the room, I can still see a number of those faces who, you know, we all knew we we were a little past the club set. (laughs) We weren't still the women who were going out on Friday and Saturday nights every, you know, dancing, but we were having a a great movement of of our spirits and our bodies at the same time to that song. So um, for the ladies that are still on the line, I say that um, each of us can put an intention into this evening in terms of or, or or a blessing, if you will, to this conversation because I think it's really crucial now that we move in a direction. I know I was just saying to Heather before we came on the call that one of the reasons that we do have a two-hour slot and we're really trying to promote it, promote it, promote it is over and above just being on the radio. We see how busy we all are and how um, all of the many things in our lives pull us to a disconnection. And it's this connection of how we're loving each other. And as Heather joins us in the call in a bit, she's going to talk about what really inspired her to write the book, uh, Love Letters to My Sisters, and what her experience has been in watching women come back into a very loving relationship for their health and, 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 and having healthy relationships with themselves, with other sisters, and um, certainly with their families and with the men in their lives. 
So um, if there's anyone that really wants to speak to that or join uh, this particular call in interest of that area, um, we're certainly open to hear um, some of your opening thoughts. Well, we are gently looking forward to uh, the sister coming on. We have another sister that just opened up her mm-hmm. line, uh, three, three, four, and we certainly hope that is the sister we're waiting for because there are many faces of sisters, and we have to love them all. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, actually, Heather Lee, I think, is already on the call. I thought I heard her earlier on before we had you on the call. She's in area code 704, Queen Mother. Yes, she is. She, I, I hope she's on. I see it's 740. Yes, okay, great. I am here. Great. Yes. I said. Hey, sisters. Yes, Heather, let me give you a proper introduction, beloved. So, uh, Heather, um, if you haven't, and we did try, we're going to give our apology right here at the top of the call. I tried and Queen Mother tried, and we just couldn't make our technical go over the the chrome or, or so that people could see how truly beautiful you are in your stature and your person. And um, I'm sure they're going to hear it in your conversation and your voice. But Heather has been, she is not, that this is not her first time at the rodeo, as I said. I think uh, she's been in uh, a healthy state of being in her in her own physical uh, for many years, and she's also a twin. For those of us with cu- cultural mothers on the line, we are so honored to have an Ibeji speaking with us. And, of course, as we said earlier, she is the author of Love Letters to My Sisters, a uh, health and wellness facilitator in Charlotte. She does in-home parties. She does presentations for businesses and corporations and really, I think, came to the forefront as women were moving into that period of time that we can remember five or ten years ago when women were really stepping into the workforce and life was stressful. We were all trying to figure out how to balance our families and our work, and uh, and she offered us some really good ideas that we're going to uh, share this evening. So Heather Lee from Charlotte, North Carolina, welcome, my sister Queen, and how are you this evening? I am wonderful, Sister Sangoma. Thank you so much for your invitation. Um, I look forward to connecting and talking to all of you, and hopefully we'll share some information that will help us to be at a higher level when we hang up the phone this evening. Mm-hmm. Very, very powerful. You know I'm bursting, and I said that to you earlier in the week, for you to really share because it's been a minute since I know at the beginning of your party you probably told us what inspired you to actually write the book to uh, Love Letters to My Sisters. But tell us all again so our listeners can hear that. Well, basically, I, I have always been in awe of the human body in general and been on the path of looking at alternative kinds of healing modalities and methods. And I realized that we as women are always helping externally. We're helping others to heal. We're helping others to to reach their uh, goals. And we very often do not help ourselves. And I said, you know, there is a way that because we are typically the caretakers of the community, that we will look inside and say, I have to heal myself before I'm able to heal my babies, 
my mate, and the, the larger community. So um, I just wanted to be able to share in a, a sweet and loving and warming way uh, what I thought were things that you could do for yourself that will help you to be at a higher energy level so that you are able to offer your gifts uh, to your family, to the community, to the world. Okay. So really, you know, helping you to love yourself a little at a higher level by making choices that will help your body to be at an optimal level of health. Right. And a lot of times, you know, as you said, we are those those keepers of of the the affairs of everyone else, whatever they need, you know, not only their food and clean clothes and this and that and the other, but it's just so much giving, giving, giving out that um we tend to put ourselves on the back burner. And of course that just isn't good for the health of our physical, our, our emotional or our mental. And so what I loved about it and I and I hope that some of you will um seek out um Heather's website and the three H's, her uh health hypothesis, um and and also she has a Facebook page and the book is is, is not this big textbook about um, you know, a lot of vitamins and, and supplements. It really gets down to the simple things and that's sort of how your evening was. It opened up as I said with this really fun dance and movement to um it's a love thing and then I if I remember correctly you gave us like kind of a little quiz. I remember having the pencil and and paper so that we could do, I guess, an assessment, if I remember it correctly, as to kind of where we were in in our love affair with our own bodies. Is that right? Yes, yes. And actually, um, there are questions that I ask you because a lot of times uh, we don't look in the mirror. We kind of uh, are evasive. We may sometimes also not tell the truth to ourselves. So the questions that I ask when I do the workshops and the, the house, health parties help you to say, ooh, did I really do that? Or was I just saying I did that? And how has that impacted my body over these years in terms of the wear and tear that that you're putting on it because you have not done some of the basic, uh, given it the basic needs that it has as your body vessel? It's so true. And, you know, since that time that I attended your party, I know you've done many, many other parties and many presentations, but, of course, uh, every queen, uh, sister queen on the phone, I'm sure, can attest to the fact of how things have speeded up. And, you know, what, 10 years mm-hmm. ago when we thought our lives were too busy balancing it all, mm-hmm. um, you must have numbers of women that sit in your presentations that go, right, I know you're right, I know you're right, I just can't squeeze out that time to exercise or squeeze out that extra time to really, you know, give full attention or take that Calgon bath. And so what do you say to the women that come into your um, your workshops that that's their biggest, you know, formidable opposition is that they just haven't made time the priority? Of course, as you said, it's about making different choices. But what are some of the things that you offer that can assist us in reprioritizing so that we create the time that we need to pay attention to our bodies. You know, you if you simply do not take care of yourself, you're not going to be take care of you're not going to be able to take care of others. So mm-hmm. you have to think of ways that will kind of you can fit it in. When you're in the bathroom in the morning, we're talking about one of the steps that I, I go over with you is the importance of movement. As all of you are just sitting on the phone listening, your body is moving. Your your eyelashes are flushing. Your heart is moving. 
you have to be a co-creator in that movement. If you don't move your body on a daily basis in some fashion to get that heart pumping, that muscle being exercised, which is your heart, and your blood moving, although it does it on its own from God's uh, grace and his uh, omnipotent uh, design of our body, we have to assist that. And so you're really setting yourself up for a dis-ease if you're not doing that. Um, Our bodies cannot just be dormant. They are made to move. Our cells are moving continuously. We just have to help that sloughing off process to occur so that we're not um, mutating negative cells. We're sloughing off those cells and and building um, healthier cells. So we have to move our body. If it means dancing, do it. Your favorite song, just do it. Um, You're really basically loving yourself when you do that. So you have to think of it. I love Else at a higher level than I'm loving myself, I have to do it. Yeah, it's so true. And, you know, I said, well, yeah, it's not really an interview because there's a conversation full of women on the phone who have not yet had the pleasure to experience your party. And so I'm certainly going to open it up for other women. I know a couple of us are are moving through health issues and things, and uh, maybe some of those uh, sister queens on the phone can uh, speak to or ask you something particular that they have a concern about or that may help them um, in terms of, you know, how to move toward this improvement of the relationship because, you know, at the core of whether or not we improve our health, as you have said, is first of all about just really upping our game in the relationship to our own body. So, sisters, if you have um, something that you want to say or just we can welcome you into the call or a particular question for Heather, we'd love to hear you. I hear someone way in the back, but it's kind of like they're soft. I'm wondering if that's a question. Everyone's mic is open, mm-hmm. and we all have the opportunity. I do have a particular question. I'm finding myself from very lackluster about sexuality. You know, it's almost like when I turn 60, it turns off. So I'm wondering how to renew that same Mm -hmm. energy. So for most of us, as we get at that that season age, it's actually an issue of hormonal balancing. There's some imbalancing that's going on. Um, so you're going to have to look at supplements that can help to kind of rebalance what is going on in your system. Um, right. I, have a I, I don't know if you've ever heard of maca root or something. You're just going to have to basically, you know, research out and try things and then see if that makes a difference. I will tell well, you. I have a problem. Of making I have breast sure. cancer that was, I had breast cancer that was uh, hormone-produced. Mm. Um, I can't really deal with too many of those hormone things at all. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, maca root is is um, a root powder that may help that balancing off process. I I do very little with chemicals. Most of my um, healing modalities are food sourced. I mean, you have to 
supplement. There may be times that you have to supplement based on the fact that our foods don't necessarily have the optimum level of, of vitamins and phytonutrients in, in them based on how they're produced nowadays. But food source is the first source. So maca root, you may want to look that up. Maca, M-A-C-A, is something that can help to balance out the hormones. It would not be anything that will hurt your body, no matter what you have gone through in terms of uh, any disease. Um, Thank you. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna I'm gonna follow that up just you know because the things that we hear and whether they're old granny tales or mythologies or something like that when you say food source of course the first thing I thought about so should we be looking to seafoods or oysters when it comes to sexuality or um, I guess it's actually a level of stimulant maybe and I know you'll say well it certainly depends on the hormonal imbalance or switcheroo that women are going through in the uh, change of life at that time, but is there a particular food source that you would speak directly to, Heather, in terms of um, renewing one's sexuality? Well, definitely that maca root will have happen. You really have to make sure that every plate of food that you're eating, one of the questions I asked, I think, at, at the um, uh, party was, you know, tell me what your favorite plate of food looks like. Close your eyes and think of your favorite plate of food. Mm-hmm. As we did that, we realized that most plates were beige and brown. <laughs> it is important that on every plate of food that you are eating that you have green food on it. You get the, the power of the sun. And basically, any food that is green has chlorophyll in it, which mm-hmm. really directly gives you an infusion of the power of the sun. So if you're not getting enough green foods, you're not getting your nutrients, all those things come into play to minimize and and throw off the balancing of your hormones. You know, there's a natural process that just occurs because of our aging, but through the, the supplements and the food choices that you make, you can hopefully rebalance it. Wonderful. You know, the other thing I thought about in terms of movement and just, you know, keeping it moving is that, of course, now in this machine and technical age that we're just sitting so much more. And, um, you know, I was also, a lot of things came up for me. I thought about how thankful I am as a charity that even before I knew that um, the the bath sequence and the lotioning of the body or oiling of the of the body when you not only are looking in the mirror at your body, but when you're also actually in a really good massage of your own body. That massages just don't happen because you make the appointment and go out and pay someone to do it. That um, we we all should be in um, in that level of touch to our own bodies and and the stretching and movement and caressing of our bodies um, for the sake of health, you know what I mean? A 
uh, we I know many of us came up doing it like, Mama, just put that oil on you, baby, so you won't be ashy. But the fact is, is that we, we really have to think about, you know, that what is your favorite oil? What is your favorite scent? And, and how does that move? Um, and when does that happen? When do you take that time, you know, rather than just running in and out of the shower to, like, give yourself enough time to do the long bath, to do the lotioning, to maybe do a little reflexology on the feet and just be in more of a relationship with our bodies through touch. And um, I'm wondering, yeah. yeah, I'm wondering if the, any of our sisters want to speak to that. We'd certainly love to hear it. <laughs> I know it helped me tremendously coming back from paralysis. I'm going to say that right off, that I learned so much about the um, wintergreen oils and, and just different scents, the long, long, that stimulate us in different ways. And, um, you know, that might speak to it. Again, we just keep coming back to that card was on sexuality this evening, huh? Okay, so that's something in the background. I was trying to be quiet to hear if that was a comment, but I yes. guess that's just in the background. Yes, so, I'm probably going to have to mute somebody. Yeah. Um, Well, Heather's not going to be with us the whole time, so I would encourage those that are on the line, if you have a particular question, and maybe it's not health-oriented, but maybe it's community-oriented that you have been thinking about, um, you know, how can women uh, get together and have a health experience that doesn't look like, oh, we'll, we'll run a mile in the morning, or we'll walk together, or we'll do yoga or Pilates together. And so, Heather, before you um, do have to leave us, I'd like you to kind of go over the format and uh, why, why it works, what you've experienced about it that works, that you could offer to other sister queens that might think of doing a similar thing in their home. Okay. Yeah, so basically this uh, communal kind of environment was bringing together to talk. Because very often we don't talk. We keep secrets to ourselves, especially if we're dealing with health issues. Um, I think I explained to you that night that I had a dear sister friend who transitioned, and after she passed, her husband and her children came to me and said, Heather, did she tell you anything? Well, Mm. we knew that she was sick. But I realized she was the matriarch of that family, and she did not want them to worry when she realized she was going to another level of of illness. Mm -hmm. And so I said, you know what, we have to talk to one another because you Mm -hmm. never know, someone may have information that may be the pivotal piece of information that you need to take yourself to a higher level. So that was a part of it, too. I was wanting to create sister circles and to go over these steps. And, again, Seven steps that I go over are steps that I ask you to really look in the mirror and say, are you doing that? Are you Mm -hmm. drinking enough water? I don't Mm -hmm. think people realize the importance of drinking water on a daily basis. Cleaning Mm -hmm. your body inside just as you clean your body on the outside on a daily basis. Um, I believe it is the root of so many issues um, that people may have and they don't realize it. Um, so we talk about how we can help ourselves to facilitate drinking half your weight in ounces on a daily basis, at least striving to do that. Um, mm-hmm. that, is, that is actually my first step. And so in these parties, 
I talk about the seven steps that I believe uh, we should all kind of look in the mirror and say, are we doing those things? And maybe foster each other and gird each other up to help each other to uh, to actually facilitate and implement these steps. Um, so step number one, I just want to quickly go over the steps before I leave. Step number mm-hmm. one is really washing yourself internally by drinking enough water. Our bodies are over 70% water, and all of our organ systems need it for them to operate efficiently. So you are at the base causing yourself to have health issues if you are not drinking enough water. That's something that everybody can do, period, without spending extra money. Um, Step number two, I'm talking about the importance, as I mentioned earlier, of making sure that you are eating enough green foods. We are people of the sun. We need foods. We need to have that in our bodies on a daily basis. Um, And I think when you focus on that, you realize that maybe you were not eating as much as you could have, and so you'll make that decision and that choice to do that, making sure you get the roughage and all the vital nutrients that comes from eating those uh, green foods. Step number three is I actually tell people to consider letting go at least for the seven days. And, again, this activity is based on trying it for seven days with your sister uh, friends and seeing how you feel and how you become a new you based on you following these these steps. And I guarantee you, you them for seven days, you will feel the difference and realize that you have a new paradigm shift as to what you will do in these areas. So we I'm saying let, let go what? Let go of flesh foods and their byproducts. Let go of flesh foods and their byproducts. We want to lighten you up. It is mm-hmm. a lot to digest most flesh foods and their byproducts. So for mm-hmm. those seven days, we're asking you to kind of let it go and mm-hmm. see how you feel those seven days. That's mm-hmm. the hardest one for most people. Um, that is. So we, we want you to me. try it for those seven days with your with your sistership, <laughs> moving together in that. Um, mm-hmm. Step number three, we talk about, um, actually four, is you've got to move your body. And you're going to have to find something that is fun, because if it's not fun, you will not do it. Um, we do hula hooping. And so most of us, uh, at at my that party that you were at, Sangoma, uh, the hula hooping is something that when we were little we did very often. But could you imagine building up time doing that hula hoop? That means right. you're kind of wake, wor- working with that, the core of your body, which is the, the energy center of your body. You're moving mm-hmm. it around. You're kind mm-hmm. of wringing oh, it out. Excellent. Helping mm-hmm. that go. So again, I think we went out in the front yard and did that, didn't we? Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to remember. I know we went out in the front yard at a point, but that's really great. I, I just see all these little girls at the festivals, and that's their big thing. They hula hoop and they hula hoop and they hula hoop, and you're right. That's our solar plexus. That's our will that we're, like, moving around. Yeah. Awesome. Oh, mm-hmm. So number so you have four, to okay, well, you, five. Said, you have to dance, mm-hmm. dance. Put your mm-hmm. record on for that. Uh, I say record, but um, the record or well, three-minute song, your favorite song, and dance. Move your mm-hmm. body for that three minutes. You can race walk. You don't have to run. Race walk. I will like uh, walk for one minute and then race walk mm-hmm. for another minute and then mm-hmm. walk the next minute. You're getting that heart pumped up. You're getting that blood uh, running through your body, not just being uh, dormant. All right. So now, uh, what can do to move your body beyond the regular movement of the day? Mm-hmm. And the next one is breath. Of course, without breath, we don't have life as we know it on this side. The mm-hmm. whole movement piece 
facilitates that breath. Most of us breathe very shallow, so we talk about making intentional deep breaths to calm our spirits and also to cleanse our lungs. So we talk about the importance of being uh, uh, intentional about uh, deep deep breathing. Mm -hmm. And uh, number six uh, is supplement. Basically, you're going to have to supplement your nutritional sources. You cannot just eat nowadays. You're going to have to supplement. I recommend you always want to keep some form of vitamin C on your shelf. I talk about green drinks, green smoothies. Uh, Juicing are extra ways to kind of fortify your body with additional um, vitamins and nutrients that your cells crave to be optimally functioning. So some sort of supplement. There are all kinds of supplements available. You have to find the one that connects with you to help you to have a higher level of health. Um, with, with the Internet, you can research things. You try different things. If it doesn't work, try something else. What's good for one person okay. may not be good for another. Right. Okay. Yes. And then the last step is, uh, I call it R to the third power. You have to recreate <laughs> yourself, recreation or recreate yourself on a daily basis. Basically, okay. you have to love and take time for you. We're always helping people on the outside. We need to help the inside of who we are. Who are we? Why do we exist? What are our gifts? How do we exhibit those gifts and share those gifts with the world if we are not healthy? Mind, body, health. We want to always rejuvenate yourself, getting Mm -hmm. your, um, basically doing something different, trying something different that maybe you wouldn't have thought of doing on your own. It's not your style. It's not your comfort zone. Step out of that comfort zone and try something different. It'll be a new learning process for you. And then, of course, relaxation. If you don't get your sleep, you are putting yourself at a detriment in terms of health. You really have to rejuvenate your body through proper rest. That is the time that your body is healing itself. It is working through some of the um, diseases that may be kind of creeping up. Our body always wants to be in a state of homeostasis or wanting to be healthy and healed. When you are sleeping, it is helping that process to occur. So you don't want to cut down on that. Um, So those seven steps we go over, and I'll take you through the process of how you can think about it in a more fun-like manner in these health parties and, of course, my workshops. Um, And then we want people to come together and do it together with each other. So we create sister circle health. So uh, I all of you, if you're in the same locale or even as we're doing it, talking tonight, um, kind of encouraging each other, just maybe take one step and look in the mirror and look at each other and say, are we doing that? Mm-hmm. Yes. It's fabulous. And then the best part of the evening was we stepped from your living room into your kitchen where, oh, my goodness, it was just so great. There were, everything looked alive. That's for number one. You know what I mean? Well, usually when women go in the kitchen, there's a whole bunch of pots and stuff going on. But some women went to the blender and then the other women went to the, to the table, to the nuts and the raisins and the greenery. And so that was just really, really an awesome part of the party uh, in creating um, a, a goddess feast, I call it. But yeah. it, that that is your closing part of the um, home party, right? Yes. Uh, we talk about eating live foods for our live bodies. We probably eat 
dead foods for our live bodies, and that's why we have some of the ills that we have. We eat way too many foods that don't have any nutrients. The life force has been just eliminated from it. Mm. So that whole process of us coming together, adding their adding their part to that live food for us to community together was sealing um, what we spoke about, becoming healthier together. Oh, I'm so thankful that you are on the show tonight because it just really has reminded me and I'm sure a number of other of our listeners about things that we really know, we know. And and, 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 and this is why it's so bad, much better in a sisterhood People say, well, okay, did you eat your greens yesterday? You know, just those gentle reminders to say, yeah, Yeah. you know, are the dead foods you're eating outweighing the ones that still have a life force in them? And, you know, I always continually am asking people now, where are your gardens growing? And it is. It makes a total difference. I'm going to say two things. I'm going to say that I experienced number one, um, I think it was step number three or four, when, uh, for whatever reason, I just decided I did not want to eat flesh. I, you know, in college you go through those those parts, and I really did. I started swimming, and I was just really in love with yogurts and nuts and salads and things, and before I knew it, I just didn't eat that much meat, you know, or flesh. And literally in Worcester, Massachusetts, where I went to school, even in the dead of winter, I felt like I was walking about a foot off of the off the mm-hmm. off the sidewalk. It was so amazing oh. to me how how much literally lighter I felt and how much energy I had, Heather. That that is yeah. such a true statement. I just definitely want to underline underline that. And um, the other piece is that you know we can we can reach out i know i've been inspired i know you and i are talking about uh having uh one of these uh health evenings and collaborations maybe sometime in february in your area i know you'll yeah. be having them throughout again we want to say to all the listeners that if you if you like what you've heard a um, couple of things you can go and 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 reach out to heather on her Facebook page, and is it Heather Lee or is it the 3H? How does is, how is your Facebook page um, I, read? On Facebook, I'm under Love Letter to All My Sisters and also mm-hmm. under Heather Lee. Mm-hmm. So you go under Love Letter to All My Sisters or mm-hmm. Heather Lee on Facebook. Oh, mm-hmm. awesome. Follow us. Absolutely. And uh, I just strongly suggest that we do it because you know what? If we, you know, this could move right into the Life Vantage commercial, but that, that it's the fact. The old women told you, you know, if you don't have your health, you don't have anything. You have to have your health. And so this thing of like, okay, I know I won't do it by myself. And I was just thinking, you know what, in the morning, you know, I'm going to give the sister here an hour. So I said, let's go down to the track and just do that walk thing that you were speaking about. Of You know, just walking and then speeding it up a little bit and then slowing it back down. How about starting the day with just walking it's it's just a good way to clear kind of you know coming out of sleep and as you said to get the um get the heart moving so once again a couple of things are going to happen now i'm going to open it up in case any of the sisters would like to ask you something directly and then um heather has um put out a gift of uh to of giving one of her books uh, a signed copy to someone who can answer our trivia question this evening. And so I just thought I'd try a little experiment today in the promotions, and I put some information out on my Sangoma Facebook page and the Kindred 
us of St. Loma Page on oxidative stress, which we didn't really get to, but, you know, everything that you have spoken about in terms of movement or or lack of movement or lack of drinking enough water that allows things to get stagnant inside of us and allows that inflammation, the basis of disease. And so what I put out was the um, signs that we have uh, oxidative stress in in our bodies. I put nine signs out there. And if there's any sister on the line right now that can name three signs that tell us that we have oxidative stress in the body, I believe you are going to be the winner of a copy of Love Letters to My Sisters. Anybody want to take a shot at three of those signs? Oh, well, I wasn't even on here. Let me see. I'm going to open all the lines. Well, I gave it away, and some smart sister will go and scroll back down on Facebook and say, let me go find it. (laughs) Mm-hmm. And maybe before um, the end of the show, because I'm sure uh, that Heather will leave that, you know, leave that gift on the table, just in case we do have a caller before the show ends. That can give us three signs, and so your clues are again on the Sangoma Facebook page and the Kindred of Sangoma Facebook page. I have listed nine signs that tell us that we have an overload of oxidative stress in the body. So if you look that up and can name three, just holler in here and say, I got it, I got it. And also we're going to say that we're matching that gift. We have uh, a Women's Wisdom Weekend coming up in uh, May on Mother's Day weekend. Yes. And uh, many times women say, well, yeah, can I go up in the mountains with you? And I'm like, sure, you know. So here is an opportunity for a sister queen to actually be my guest at uh, our Grandmother's Wisdom Weekend in Harding, Kentucky. Wow. That is happening. Mm-hmm. Happening Mother's Day weekend. <laughs> and, uh, again, it's just three signs of oxidative stress in the body. So I'm going to back my voice out just in case we have any sisters on the line. Yeah, that was... I was trying to talk. Hmm? <laughs> yeah, well, all right, Queen Mother, go ahead. <laughs> I always like to be in the contest. My children tell me I'm terrible. But I'm <laughs> <laughs> memory loss, gray hair, wrinkles. Oh, you got it. <laughs> Wonderful. Wonderful. And, yeah, it really is a great book. So you definitely, it is a, and, and so befitting that, you know, because we love that you have opened up this opportunity for us to be on blog radio. So I'm sure that well, Heather gives you that with her. I am loving Heather Lee, and I'm saying mm-hmm. to you, Heather Lee, we have to get you uh, speaking to the world of women, uh, mm-hmm. just opening their eyes because, you know, that dead food, I'm like, I have to eat it. <laughs> but mm-hmm. if I had a support group that was like, come on, girl, you know you don't need that chicken, mm-hmm. it would make a difference. Right. It really would. Right. And exactly. We just have seven coming up the recipes that we share. Mm-hmm. That will fill the void of what you feel when you get that chicken. Mm-hmm. That's what we have to do. We have to have the replacement for you so that you're saying, okay, mm-hmm. I don't need to have it because I know mm-hmm. what it's going to do to my body. Mm-hmm. And I would like the, the higher feeling as opposed to the lower feeling. That chicken is going to give you the lower feeling. It's, mm-hmm. it's lowering you down. It's weighing you down. 
<laughs> so, mm-hmm. yes, let's work it together, mm-hmm. and we can do powerful things together. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And, that's the, you know, we were all so high when we left that party. I think that's the thing that happens is that, again, when you step into some place and you're like, okay, all right, you know, because you had a few women in there like, I'm not really the rabbit food eater, but okay, I'm going to be polite. But actually, you begin to get into the creativity of, like, the enormous level of the different types of salads that you can make, bean salads and green salads. And, I mean, there just is, like, a whole array of actual live Mm -hmm. foods. I know I found it. That was the other thing that I wanted to say is that coming back from um, the paralysis, I was actually put on a raw food diet and and that Mm -hmm. had no no meat or flesh in it in order to get me up out of the wheelchair and literally. Literally, of course, it worked. And so all of what you have said is true. I mean, our digestion, our digestive process is not really cut out for those heavier, heavier, heavier foods. And it's not always about Montesano and, and the processed foods. It really is about just turning our eyes over to our gardens and going, yeah, that's still got life. I'm living. Let's do a match here. Let's just keep living inside of living, living inside of living, and it gets really good. So great idea. Well, Queen Mother, was there anything else that you wanted to say? Because I don't want to step over your talk. I know you could ask her a number of questions. I, you know me. I could go on, but I, I'm so glad that, um, you know, you've opened up this connection because for the sake of women everywhere, health is our number one. If we don't take care of ourselves, then we are lost and our children suffer. So I say this was a great, great facilitator. You are amazing, Queen, Sister, Heather. Thank you, Heather, for being. We are going to release you because I know you had another appointment this evening, but we just thank you for the reminder, if nothing else. And for those who were hearing some of that information for the first time again, uh, we've been talking with Heather Lee, author of Love Letters to My Sisters. And again, it's not this big textbook kind of thing. It's re- what is it? Maybe about 125, 150 pages. It's a beautiful little book. I, I, that, you can read the book in an hour and get up changed. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Okay. And so we um, we strongly suggest you connect with Heather um, on her Facebook page or her website. We certainly will be um, letting you know when we do have a date for that evening in Charlotte. And, uh, and you know, I'm sure we could come to your town. You know, maybe we'll be coming up to your way in Atlanta. Unfortunately, we're all not in the same area. We have women on the call that are in many, many different cities. Ia Baba, who was on earlier, up all the way in Harlem. New York. But we're going to figure it out. You still with us? I'm not still on. Yes. Mm -hmm. We have have several um, lines open. We have like about eight callers, but um, the lines are open. Wonderful. uh, I guess. Can we, can we take this shy. minute for each of those lines to check in so I can thank women and uh, sisters for for taking the time out of their Sunday evening? I know the Golden Globes was a big competition for those of you that keep up with the awards show for, for even just stopping by for a few minutes and checking in with us and what great information we had this evening. So who's uh, who's all on the call? 
Ashe, Alafia. Um, Alafia. This is Sister Abayomi and Selma. Abam- oh, my goodness. I'm Selma. Oh, my goodness. Awesome. Queen Mother, I invited this sister right here because you know, well, you might not know because last week we announced about the Million Mother uh, powwow that we're trying to do and I'll come to Selma on the uh, March 7th weekend. And here you are, Ayomi. Well, Happy New Year and welcome to the call. So good to hear you. Same here. It was just so nice to receive the text. Um, mm-hmm. I already own the book Love Letters to My Sisters. Um, mm-hmm. it was to me as a gift. You know that I'm a crazy, crazy, almost sixty year old health nut who's been in mm-hmm. and just about health and wellness for so long in her life. And I'm so glad anytime the sisterhood gathers and speaks about our value and really puts an emphasis on our wealth because health mm-hmm. is our wealth. Gosh, and yeah. and yeah, the sister very good. so eloquently spoken and let us reminded us that we cannot take care of anybody until we take care of self. So, Gosh. you know, one of my favorite activities is deep, deep breathing. I love mm-hmm. breathing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love mm-hmm. to drink water. I just love how it just goes into my mouth and in mm-hmm. my body. I feel it moving, and that could also be the Pisces in me, you know? Ah, awesome. And, you so, know, that's I, the first thing I want to say is that some of the queens on this line are just an absolute testament to good health. You're one of them because I know uh, two years ago when we did that march across the Pettis Bridge, you know, I was just amazed yeah, by your level of energy. And then Ia Baba up in New York, who's in her 70s, Ia Baba can dance circles around me any day, most days. I am always amazed at this eldest energy. <laughs> Truly, I am. You know, and so, yeah, so thank you so much for joining us. And, you know, stay tuned, hang on in there, because in a minute, Queen Mother's going to talk to us again about the Million Mother Mark uh, uh, powwow meetup, really. It's just a, a meetup when we know there's a lot of mothers and women in Selma already for that event. We wanted to try and reach out to you and reach out to Fire Rose over there to say that we're coming to Selma. (laughs) We're coming back to Selma, and we're excited to be doing so. So, yeah, that'll be coming up in just a bit. And who else is on the call with us? We have someone in 678. Well, that was the Fashade, I do believe. Who gave Sashay us the mm-hmm, Who gave yes, us the oracle? Still, yes, yes. Really on, um, mm-hmm. I was looking um, for Olori of Shad Day, mm-hmm. but um, uh, maybe uh, she's I'm still not, working I, on I that book. What, yeah. I forgot. No, <laughs> I forgot to eat, to send her the the uh, thing again. Oh my goodness. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because I got so through with the beginning of the show going through trying to get uh, some, just trying to get it on. Mm-hmm. I, I couldn't even hear the show. So I have to go back and hear the first part because I like that what? energy of sexuality. I like to bring my sexy back. 
<laughs> Why? When we all like to bring our sex yes. back, you know? Yeah. <laughs> is this a good moment for you to speak day. to the sound of things since we brought it up? I kind of feel like, well, we brought it up. Probably we ought to go I ahead say, and, I, and I, have I you fill us in on that. Yes, I was trying to get Olori. I'll speak about that, but I'm definitely trying to get Olori her share mm-hmm. day on so that she can, because she was inspired, you mm-hmm. know, and when she said it, it just clicked with me. You mm-hmm. know, a million mothers marching together and then taking on the powwow and mm-hmm. doing the work that we need to do to get rid of the enemies of mm-hmm. our children and of ourselves, we can put an end to child sexual abuse. And mm-hmm. I know what little time that I have left in this world that my energy needs to be stopping this horrendous thing from occurring to little children, girls and boys, and end this awful, awful abuse. And it's worldwide, you know. It's worldwide. It's not just, you know, in the United States. Children are seen as less than valuable. And our Mm -hmm. children truly are our future. And how we treat them is how they're going to be raised. And we want to end the cycle of abuse because it happens generation after generation after generation. And the fact is, is that Ia's book, uh, Secrets That Little Girls High, really um, opened my eyes to my mission and purpose on this world to really give voice and end that whole, because we can do it in our lifetime. We have awareness. We have understanding. We have consciousness. And we know that if we've suffered through that, that if we close our eyes, our children will too. And it does really happen, you know. And it, it's a terrible thing that in order to stop it, the secrets have to be told and revealed. And people whose minds are like that, they need to have retraining or elimination. You know, they should not be allowed to bring children in the world to abuse them. You know, one of the most powerful things I've been thinking about it a lot this week, um, one in the in the essence that it, as the outreach to this particular program is to really try and reach Sister Queens in all different cities and states so that we can start mobilizing um, caravans and busloads and vans of us to be able to go to Selma in March. And I thought about, and I think you and I talked a little bit about the actual powwow energy of it. And, of course, I've been to several powwows, and I think, you know, what captivates me each time is the particular types of dances that they do. And very much like uh, in the African village when you have a bembe and uh, each force of nature or orisha has a certain drum beat or it has the shakere or it has a rattle, it has some particular energy that is communicating the prayers or the concerns of our heart. 
is very much that way in the um, in the Native American powwow, whether it's the stomp dance or the shawl dance or the warrior dance. And so what an opportunity for women who are healing from this illness or and or who are the mothers, in fact, that just want to stomp it out, that just want to move in that energy of a circle uh, that says we're stomping it out right now. We're putting our enemies or the, or, or the perpetrators of this illness under our feet and we're dancing it back into the earth, recycling it into the earth, Mother, you know, uh, uh, for the good, uh, so that it may be turned into good. And so there's just a lot of energy around powwow itself as opposed to women that are going to come and chat, I guess, and make focus groups or whatever they do. I like when women come together and sing. And, you know, last week when you were speaking about it, the memory that came to my mind was those church women that showed up in the movie Beloved. Did you see that movie? Oh, my God, I just watched that last week. I love you. Yeah. I love you. Well, there you are. There you are. Wonderful. We, we had Abayomi uh, on the phone, a sister queen from Selma, uh, oh, Alabama. Oh, I thought that was on Yes. And so we were, uh, we were trying to give her a notion of what we were putting together with the Million Mothers powwow that we want to come to Selma in March for. So... Ashun Ede, give us the scoop. Oh, Alafia, we honor all of the elders, and of course, I hear the Ia Oni Baba Shongo. Alafia, I say we always want to give honor to the to the, uh, the engineer of Blog Radio, Queen Mother for real, real. And we house of worship and of course our darling Iad Boom. We are so grateful. It's definitely uh, um added extension to our our grace. And this is how we know that we're at grace because we're at a three sixty. Here we That's are. Right. As a priest, a facilitator, as one who is also uh, transforming, transmuting, which we all continue to do. And so we are now at the birthing process of calling forth women in every city and state to take on the responsibility as goddesses, as mothers, to protect our children and to join with us, to join with us. Uh, in Selma, Alabama, in March, to commemorate, you know, uh, Mr. Martin Luther King, his struggle or his, or we would say our struggle, or in the process of becoming free, we have to meet. And I love when I came, when I heard E.I. talking about powwow, and that's such mm-hmm. so appropriate, because we mm-hmm. must be about powwow and doing the stomp ritual, because we have to release the anger and release the ailments that this particular disease of child molestation and rape has caused a, a, a disenchantment, a disconnection from destiny, the personal relationship with God. And so mm-hmm. we came to lifetime, unfortunately, God is unfortunately having to be the witness uh, to such uh, awful disease, and that's being the victim of out-of-order egos as priests we must recognize that this is a disease. This is an ego. It's misplaced. 
we need to give it its proper burial. So we I had say. Adidas, we had the ancestors. You know, Edu Yeye is one that goes to court on behalf of women and children who has been abused. So we as women, we have so much power. And we have to now, and that's what I was writing here in my journal, is about the power of faith. And so we are moving towards that, of living by faith, knowing that we will never be left alone. And so as my okay. book, Speaking with the Girls High, is the third, no, no, excuse me, the second African-American woman who has written her story of what it looks like from a little girl's perspective of being molested and raped by big people. And so as we are now as we are now at that point of doing something about it, we mad about it. So we call forth women. Can we call forth a million women? Can we do that? I think we can. I know that we can because we're here as mothers and so many mothers and so that's what we ask. We ask that we are uh joined by other powerful sisters rising, other powerful mothers, women come from out of the uh, out of the out of the closets, come from underneath of the carpet. It is not right to abuse women, children. It's not right to aggress on a little child. Sixty percent increase in child molestation in the last four years. Can we speak mm-hmm. to that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you have so many yes, levels of child porn, pornography, levels of human trafficking. I mean, we know. We know what the machine world has done to, like, perpetrate this level. Now it's not just a little, you know, sneaky behind-the-door thing or in the basement oh, or whatever anymore. Yeah, now it's big business. It's big business now. And that is that is really unconscionable. Uh, actually, to think that our children, as uh, the Queen Mother said a minute ago, are valued beneath, you know, things that we buy in a store. I mean, really, it, 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 the very thought of it is, is, is shocking and appalling. And quite yeah. frankly, if mothers don't stand up for that, what will we stand up for? So, exactly. Okay. Mm-hmm. Why do we have a question. For the million million woman march, are you gonna and have power. people coming from New York? I'm concerned about how I would uh, get there to be a part of that. Oh, I'm sure we will. Yeah. Our thought is to have party buses in every city and state. Now, this is what we call the preliminary, which is going to be a March during the same the anniversary of the Civil Rights Walk. And so what we want to do is make it a really big powwow in July, July 29th, which is a very critical point for me as my E5BM birth on my birthday. didn't realize it was my natal birth as well as the ascension, ascension of one who took us out of the system that stopped the horrific experiment of humans, you know, in my lineage. And give thanks for a Gungun that has elevated with us that we're able, and I have to, you know, call out my elders who seem to that Professor Ocean Kule. You know, I do wear full color, you know, we're all by day for me, you know, that has stood in the inner room, in the inner room of our dimensional destiny here and have given us our antidote. And so we are elevated a Gungun priestess. We are, uh, uh, my birthday is July 18th, um, January 18th, although soon or Shemeji be 10 years old. And so we are looking forward to the manifestation of Iowa Healing House. 
having to live in between the dimensions of world and having to experience human experiencing, experiencing, we are experiencing that last chapter that if anyone who has the book, Secrets with a Girl's High Trilogy that we did in our year of Yahweh or Shum, we revised, not revised, but we did the edition. Uh, you would see where we left off that. We were homeless on the street, living uh, on the on the A train, the three train, living behind, you know, uh, uh, um, staircases, you know, sleeping in other people's pits at the age of 13. And so here our book is our testimony to the life of our living. And so we are now in the adult human, you know, stage of now getting finally some psychotherapy. <laughs> And so we get thanks for that, but we're still living the drama and the trauma of it. That's my point. Thank you. Okay, well, I actually didn't get the full understanding of my question, but uh, like you said, the buses will be leaving from all over the state. And uh, hopefully that uh, we're going to get get on that bus for each state. Hmm? For each state, people are going to take responsibility. For getting the mothers in a spot, we're going to talk to people all over the country, and we're going to ask them to um, work for this because this is an opportunity for all of the ancestors everywhere to be at peace and to release that demon through our power, through our spiritual work. You know, Uh coming together. Honoring all the divinities, not just our own. Everybody that walks there have mm-hmm. a divinity with them. And we honor them and we give them the blessings that we will do the right thing if they will continue to lead us. And we know that the ancestors is leading the way because the children are born with the ancestor spirit. And they mm-hmm. are our future. And we have responsibility to take care of the children. And we have the power, all of us together, in unity to end it in our lifetime so that no child has to go through that again. Because what will happen is once we do the powwow, any kinds of thought, because it's starting the mind, is going to lead that person to the end of their life. They're going to see death with their action, and they're going to shut it down because nobody and wants to die. we have that power. Collectively, consciously, we have that power. That's why it's power and unity. It's power in numbers. We have to delete Willie Lynch out of our, the program. Let's please get past that delusion because that's what we see, you know, in the split and in my previous, you know, uh, reaching out is that there is some type of uh, big eye, little me, and, you know, that's your problem or that's what you went through. And I no, 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 no. <laughs> we all was came into this world as little babies. And we all, every mother, father, should be an activist for the state and the well-being of little angels coming into the earth. And so that is what we want to do, is do rituals to get rid of that separation of churches. This is about children, babies. Doesn't matter what color, 
You know, we don't care. You know, no no color. This has nothing to do with color. This has nothing to do with genetic makeup. <laughs> it has to do with ending our disease and, and, and killing that egg on that demon. And that is with collective consciousness. That is with the power. When two or three are gathered, the Holy Spirit is present. We are into miracle work. Gotcha. And I know we can do it. Gotcha. Absolutely. Well, before we leave this, you know, the last week when we spoke on it and this week, I'm sitting here thinking, I'm like, well, what is our central point we need to speak to so that women will be looking for, um, maybe we're going to develop a, um, a Facebook event page. Where can women, like, check in so that we can actually begin to mobilize it? Because here we are in mid-January, and we're talking about the first weekend in March and then again in July. So um, if they wanted to know more, Queen, mother in terms of, yes, I have a station wagon, I can take four women, or, you know, however, where should they contact uh, yourself or Arshon Eddy? Is that at the Facebook store? Well, they can contact go to its own of Worship. House of Worship Facebook page. Please put your name and your phone number in boxes, messages, let us know that you want to work with us. We will be creating a Facebook page. We're going to have a um, organization of spiritual women, and it's women who also have been touched by because all of us really have that energy. And we all need to be touched with the spirit to move forward and to delve into things that we normally don't take on. So we're going to see a lot of people coming out the woodwork, and we're going to try to get Hillary there. Mm -hmm. You know, if we can get Hillary there, that would say a lot about her being a mother and wanting to end this disease among Influence our people. society. Exactly. Influence all those standing, all those. Obama, you know, even his sister there, Michelle, I've listened to her. You know, I know that she has the concern. She has some passion. She has empathy. And so we would like to reach out to also to uh, uh, Queen Sister Michelle. You know, Michelle, we're talking about Obama's wife. You know, and so that's where we go. Yeah. That's what we do. And we even reach out to the Oprah Winfrey's because this is the time that we do it because they are also now, remember, it's a global transformation. It is not just we, with us, me, you, and Ia, and three other women. No, it is a global transformation, and it is time for those who need to, you know, uh, got a little bit of penance. Uh, they need to join up with this great mission right here, and this is to facilitate the healing, the re the restructuring, the revitalization, and it's in a cellular. And so we have to have IO Healing House. It is so important that we have our healing house in every city, in every state. Because the, 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 the abuse, the level, and the increase of it, because of what kind of world uh, we are now being presented with, but we who are the, you know, the spirit beings, we are going to quantum leap. We're on our way the paradise here on the earth, but we are also the chain and we are the train to uh, get our children and to uh, get them to safety. And this is what the father, the mothers, the great goddesses have us here uh, to do, to facilitate the empowerment. 
you know, of gods and goddesses. So we gotta we have to we have to address these issues. Erin, which is a um a woman that has been she's been doing such a marvelous job. She has went and sat before matter of fact she just uh talked to Obama. She's been on with Oprah Winfrey show and speaking of the importance, changing laws, making laws, Erin's law, check her out. I think we like thirty states now in deep with all the schools mandatory to have special classes that is going to make aware of uh, body touch safety, make aware of child molestation. And this is so important because the children are most of the time are inside of the homes where this abuse is taking place. And they need mm-hmm. to have an outside where they know and they can go. And then there's also a facilitation that they can go to, not a starvation army, not some crisis center, you know, a safe environment where they are going to get the big mother's healing, the big mama healing. That's who we are. So we we want to That's have it. our power. Every city and state, we want an Iowa Healing House. The program is fabulous. It was inspired by the great mothers, as I said, at the foot of my son on life support. And so um, uh, in 96. So we've had this Iowa Healing House program for such time now. Now it's time to make manifest. Now mm-hmm. it's time to move into the manifestation. And the first one I would say is for my very own and for my very own children. Because mm-hmm. true indeed, we are the living. We are the living uh, uh, of the testimony. And so mm-hmm. abuse and trauma is not a joke. You just mm-hmm. can't close your eyes to it. And when you've had triple trauma and you've had all of these traumas done to a child, we have to facilitate the empowerment so they don't continue to uh, become victim as adults in their relationships with men and their relationships with each other, with sisterhood. We need to really talk about that because women are now becoming uh, abused inside of uh, a male-dominated environment, and that is not good for any traumatic uh, uh, abuse at all. Or as women queen rising, our women need us. Our sister girlfriends, sister queens need us as we need each other. And we need to have a safe place where we can go in the Igbo, where it is that we can realign ourselves with the great mother, and then we can birth the nation. There's a lot of healing that has to take place. That's what I'm on. Self-preservation at this point. Yes. Thank you, ma'am. And everybody needs to to uh, really uh, begin to get safety nets first for your family and then for your uh, community because the things that are coming forward is going to spin us for a loop. And, you know, we are, you know, priests for a reason, if our priests, because we got them in the world. We got to make people more aware of the connection that we have with Mother Earth and how they're abusing Mother Earth. That's how they're abusing the children of Mother Earth. So we have to end that. From her veins is an abuse. To dig into the earth to get fossil fuel is abuse. I mean, really, we take it on so many levels. You know, and so you know, I'm, I'm ready to get to that. You know, I, I'm, I'm, you know, I, I, I got to a point because you know we're into the publication of the children's book, and um, I'm going to be going to my own psychotherapy, and I'm going to kind of like you know, uh, quiet down for a minute. I'm just going to let my work move throughout the central 
heart of the mother, and I'm going to go in and receive her healing. And we pray that my book, Secrets Little Girls Hide, uh, the uh, new book, our Auntie Yakuma and Her Magical Pet Rocky Lalu, uh, which is another um, tale of Magnificent traumatic. Book. You know, the, the, the slave Atlantic slave trade, uh, we are just now really feeling it. And so it's traumatic all over the place. And <laughs> we got to heal from it so that we can activate and become God's and goddesses again. I say, and and aunt and auntie, my auntie Oya Kunle, and her magical pet rock Kilalu, is one of the books that the ancestors have put on the planet to heal us, because it tells the story of joy, and joy is what we are missing, including uh, nobility. We we have to have uh, a noble sense and integrity within our good character. We can't say we this and then we turn around and do that. We have to be right. on point when who we well, are well, and who we represent and to be. So, That's why I try to tell people Ife is not a culture that it's about dark. It's about good character. And we have to defend yes, Ife you know, because people have taken the culture and the tradition. Some people, because there's no good without, there's no good without Eva, as our gracious Charlotte was said. But I do pray for Iyanifa. It is about having good character in all that we do. Even Mama Loja reminds us of this when we enter into the Igbo society. We go through Mama Loja's secret society, and it's there that she says to us, you know, heaven is home, earth is the marketplace. And so it is here that we are to be exchanging. We are to have a market. Make sure our market is good, good, you know, good, good. And so we ask that our supporting community of Queen Sister Rises support us. Erin, she's done a great job, and we're going to go ahead and follow behind her footsteps in the role of getting Secret Little Girls High Book to be a part of the uh, workbook for the educators who are now forced to deal with this ugly, ugly reality. Children should not be fondled, should not be treated, nothing less than that of angels. Okay. Yeah, boo. I am still here. Okay. <laughs> we thank you so very much. And you know what What we start... I'm sorry, yeah. Oh, I was just saying I was reading Spiral Dance because my phone went in charge up. I just wanted to honor you some more because it's interesting that these books that you gave me on the beginning of my journey into the spiritual mysteries of a Google society is that these books that you gave for me to read, I was very attentive mm-hmm. and I read, so I was just saying I was reading Spiral Dance. Mm-hmm. And I said, well, if I have to be on the show tonight, my phone is going to give me a connection out. And so here we are, opened up to hear you to speak. <laughs> Wonderful. Wonderful. And I know you so well, and I know that your ancient crow mother is just sitting in her warmth and her fire of the next transformation. And so here we are, beloved. Here we That's are. Right. And we're well equipped. We got all the goodies, don't we? We do. We do. And as the various conversations move, you know, 
it's all about health, you know, whether it's our mental health, our spiritual health, our cultural health, our children's health. You know, it really is about what we are raising up to a higher vibration, and we're hearing that a lot uh, in people's catchphrases. But it is why I kind of sit back and allow the women who have joined the call tonight to really understand that um, love letters to our sisters, we kind of entitled this particular program that to talk about what what we are loving in ourselves that that make us reach out and hug another or or make us you know look at children that are hurt or wounded or quiet or pulled back or withdrawn and and to really know that you know every every love letter is not you know uh these other people's valentines okay it's just you know it's just not the heart and flower song we wish it was but some love letters are heartbreaking, and uh, that's, that's why we uh, it, they truly are. And, um, you know, for the children, you know, I was thinking about that, too, as you all were speaking, um, just of the activities for the children themselves. And if, of course, we are calling mothers to, to meet us in Selma, then we are calling children as well. And some of the wonderful, wonderful healing modalities through puppet shows and through the various safe play activities that allow children that have been hurt and abused to begin to shed their secrets because, of course, for those who haven't read the book, Secrets Little Girls Hide, we highly recommend it. We highly recommend it because over and above any psychological study or or even from the humanity point of view in terms of people talking about rape or molestation or what the long-term, long-term um, effects of that are, this particular uh, book, again, from the, from the child's font that you read it in to the ab- absolute gripping story um, that that it's a great Continue. story, and a lot of people, I, I think, get trapped in the hurt and the pain of it and don't really travel through the amazing journey that Ashun Eddie has had um, indeed on, on the shoulders of her ancestors who could revive a little girl's spirit. And so many times when this conversation comes up, you know, the bottom line is, oh, they're damaged goods or, you know, they'll never be right. Or, But that's not true. And there are women on this call right now that are living testimony that that's not the truth. And so okay. it, it, it's just love letters at, at many, many, many different levels. And so I do want to give... Um, equal time as we go on and on each week, we're certainly going to have various women who have so many passions, and it's just a great thing to see um, that women are really coming up and really speaking about what we are passionate about changing and the legacies that we are attempting to build for uh, our children in the next generations. And, of course, Iababa, you know, again, as we said earlier, the elder could dance circles around us energetically as if he hasn't had, you know, we, uh, uh, an amazing life in the culture and before the culture. 
she has now taken on um, the wonderful mission of resurrecting the gods of Africa, uh, Yoruba Temple in Harlem. So, Ia, if you would, please tell us a little bit about um, your mission and how people can get involved with the fundraising that's happening around uh, you returning the culture of Yoruba and traditional African spirituality to the neighborhood of Harlem. Mm-hmm. Well, I was trying to get on to speak, but I didn't couldn't get a chance to speak uh, when you were speaking about uh, as far as the children with the first. So everything sort of uh, slipped my mind because you went from one thing to another. But when you were on that, I couldn't get in to speak, so I can't remember, you know, exactly what I wanted to say. However, uh, I think that uh, having the uh, Yoruba Temple will pull uh, a lot of girls, you know, off the street. Mm-hmm. Because we're gonna have That's we're gonna fair. have we're gonna have a curriculum where they can come in and they can learn dance and they can learn culture and they don't have to sit on the park bench, you know, smoking reefer and drinking and talking with boys. They can have something else uh, uh, for their interest to interest That's them, fair. you know. And That's I fair. really believe that uh, uh, this would interest them because there's so many young people in Harlem that want this religion. But don't know where to go and don't know where, where to start, you know? Gotcha. And so uh, we want to help these young girls so we can prevent them from being molested if they haven't already been molested. molested because they will be in a safe haven place learning, learning beautiful things. I see. You know? And uh, we do, you can. Um, we are, do have a website, www.gofundme.com, and uh, we're working as hard as we can to get it off the ground, and uh, we feel as though it's going to happen, and uh, uh, like as far as the, the, million woman, the Million Woman March, you know, the 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 million mothers I say million mothers march uh the temple would have been a great place uh to uh try and help spread that the, you know the temple is going to want to be able to spread cultural things and and events that are, that we speak about on this show you know what I mean we want to say come mm-hmm. by pick up some flyers. You know, because this is happening, we're going to have a million women. You know, we just want it to be a base, a home base that religious states can happen. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, yes, ma'am. I think um, there's a couple of points that we want to make sure that we we underline, number one, the history of this particular project. I definitely wouldn't allow us to go past the fact that this is not a new concept, that actually the first 
gods of Africa, Yoruba Temple of Harlem, was founded uh-huh. by uh, by at least the godfather of about four women on this call. <laughs> um, uh, His Royal Highness Aba Osirjiman Adekumi and the first. And if you missed the wonderful uh, eight-week episode of the uh, journey of the Royal Shango, Iababa Oni Shango Adifumi. What I, uh, what I would know. like to say, what I would like mm-hmm. to do know that, that yeah. go ahead. So. Do know that you can go to the Queen Mother for Real blog radio and go back into the archives and hear conversations of what makes this particular temple um, very important and the rebirth of it even more important. And, um some of the good news, I think, um, that we have just really come into in the last three days is not only beginning to see donations actually come in, but also beginning to see people that are now hearing the little ground and the whispers go around that say, oh, I knew when I knew when Baba used to have that temple and wanting to be a part of it that are now calling Ia Baba and uh, definitely wanting to be a part of the rebirth of something as historic as that. You know, uh, we're going to take this moment for sure to just underline uh, this, this, this piece that, you know, we wish that uh, the memory of our Godfather was as big, if not bigger, than Nelson Mandela, that people really understood um, because of the age and because of of where we have been and what our eyes have seen, young people don't really think there's there's this energy that says, oh, we always could drum in the street. Yeah, I yes, can't hear you, so something's going on in the background. Everybody's uh, uh, microphone is open, so I'm going to close everybody's mic- microphone. Oh, so oh that's what it was? Oh, okay. Yes. But, yeah, I would like to add to that that uh, I would like to uh, uh, come back with a very strong comeback uh, story, you know, uh, for the um, block radio and uh, have uh, more historical information when I do uh, get back on the agenda again. All righty then. And so what we were trying to say is that um, it has a historical value. And for those listening that might want to participate in that because there is a little sadness in my heart when we come to February every year and um, we don't see uh, the father of the cultural restoration movement. We don't hear a lot about it unless it's connected to uh-huh. Oyotunji and of course later uh-huh. moving toward February we will be graced with the presence of um, Her Royal Grace uh, Princess Fabumi uh, Adefumi who will actually give us an overview of what's coming up down in Oyotunji as the uh, celebration of the life and legacy of uh, North America's first traditional uh, Yoruba king will be celebrated. 
but um, you don't see it in Essence magazine. You don't see it in Ebony magazine. You don't Uh see it, and you don't see it like you see in a minute, and we will say that, too. We will certainly give a plug for the fact that the next time you hear our voice on blog radio, it will, in fact, be uh, on Dr. King's birthday, January 15th, for the Kindred Report. And our very Excellent. special guest is yes. His Royal Majesty, Abba Adeju Yigbe, Adefumi II, to give us not only an invitation to Igbe Ga Alade, the celebration of his father and predecessor on the throne, but to also okay. give us a year-long vision of how we can come together and have various work projects and really learn things that are sustainable so that we can mm-hmm. move away from this vicious capitalist consumer appetite that we all seem to have that, um, you know, just spreads us to the left and to the right and to the center. You know, I've mm-hmm. seen this thing go by on Facebook many times from, uh, what's his name, Samuel Jackson, and I love it that, you know, reminds us that when you go to Chinatown, you see stores and businesses owned by the Chinese people. And when you go to the Korean center or the Greek center or the Italian center or the Jewish Mm -hmm. center, you see Uh stores owned by their people. But when it is you come into our neighborhood, you don't see stores by us. You see all of those other people's stores in our neighborhoods. And we really, really have to get with that. Kind of like uh, we were speaking a minute ago about getting with the protection and the safety of our children. We really have to get with that we can't pass these jobs down to our children. That mm-hmm. it just doesn't work that way. You pass buildings or businesses or things that you have built down. So when we speak about the uh, resurrection of this particular temple in Harlem, we hope that you hear us saying that this is a mission that came back from the 50s. And I was also thinking about that wonderful radio um, uh, play that I wish we could do this February, uh, A Voodoo King in America, that tells the story of the Abba Ikini and how he came up through Harlem, a good portion of that radio oh. drama. Yeah, a good portion of it. And I know because I edited that play, but uh, it's a play oh. written by Chief um, uh, Olaitan. And uh-huh. it's a wonderful uh, play that, and it was um, certainly written for stage or the big screen, but we said, well, why don't we start it as a radio drama? And so when we got into it, you know, just what I learned about uh, the Abai Kenny moving from Detroit after his period with Catherine Dunham and actually mm-hmm. his steps really in creating mm-hmm. the temple that you are now resurrecting here is just, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm thinking mm-hmm. now that sometimes because in February on this show, we will bring that back. Yes, it was almost forgotten. It was almost forgotten, Eon. You know what I'm saying? It was almost forgotten. And the spirit came to me and said, don't let it be forgotten. This is something that you have to do, Eon. You know, this is something that you uh, 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 have to do for yourself, for your godfather, for the community. And Everybody is concerned. You know, I'm not I'm not looking to make any dollars out of this. I'm only looking to see it stand. That will be my reward. 
That will be uh, really hard, and I'm sure that nobody is going to work any harder than you. Because I work with my heart, my body, my soul, and my mind. You know what I mean? Yes, ma'am. And so with all of that going, it will happen. Because it just, it just, didn't, it just didn't come up this, to do, redo this. The spirit sent this to me. Mm-hmm. You know, it didn't come up at any meeting. Let's start something, you know, or let's do this. Let's start a temple. Let's get the temple back going. It didn't happen like that. It all happened spiritually. So that's why I knew it was going to open it up. I said, you know, I, I just want to tell to people me, I that I, I say, Chief Eabu, I just want to say that uh, everybody should mute their phone unless they want to speak. Because as I uh, unmute the phone, there's background noises. So until you want to speak, please mute your phone. Okay. <laughs> At the house. I do pray. Thank you, Queen Mother. I say, I don't want uh, people to be talking in the background. So please mute your phone. That that will, um, in fact, make yeah, a because, difference. Yeah, well, because what I was saying was very important, and it was very spiritual. And my last words were, in case they weren't heard, was... Uh, uh, this whole idea of the temple did not come to me at a meeting or a function. It came to me spiritually. And when it came to me, I gave it to others. And so that's what we're working with. Mm-hmm. Okay, we thank you, Ia. And we see that the clock is now ticking toward the end of our time together. And as we move into the last 10 minutes or so, we do want to give a little bit of information in terms of um, our upcoming shows. We did just say to you that uh, the premiere of the Kindred Report, and the Kindred Report, it really comes and was birthed out of the Kindred of Sangoma, which um, covers a multitude of tribes and, and, and cultures and spiritual paths and beliefs, um, embraces the wholeness of four tribes for peace. Later on in the year, in the fall, we are planning an amazing gathering up in the mountains where we will all experience each other's music, food, drumming, um, spiritual practices, prayers, um, marketplaces. And so uh, the Kindred Report really lives lives in that place. When you come, as we said, this particular uh, Friday evening, I believe that it is, uh, we have two very, very special guests, uh, Tahir RGB, who has an amazing um, new release, album release, called uh, Hymns of the World Wind. Uh, like a salute of the evolutions and revolutions of Oya, the goddess of change herself. And, of course, for all of you that uh, follow astrology and are watching very carefully what Pluto and Uranus and Mars are doing up there, forces we know as Oya and Shango and Ogun, what they are doing in the heavens, then, of course, we want to hear what this brother has to say. This brother comes from the Repat Nation, 
and uh, uh, is very much a part of uh, a larger group of uh, spoken artists, I call them. I wouldn't even dare call them hip-hop or rappers. I call them spoken artists such as Precise Science. He's in that group of people that um, they always have a message in their music. They always have uh, inspiration for sacred and community activists. So he will be our special guest on the first part of the program, and then, as we said, on the latter part of the program, we will welcome His Royal Majesty, uh, who has now just passed the celebration of his first decade on the throne since uh, the first Alba went through the roof, as we say, Alba Wajas, he ascended, and uh, this particular son now sits um, in in the throne there, and it's no easy job. People might think it's a lot of pageantry because of the Queen of England and other things that they know so little about African royalty, but um, to actually, um, and I say to people a lot of times because they just try and get around the pronunciation of but what it actually means is the prestige of the people. And so sometimes when we see how about uh, moving across the Facebook, whether he's on the top of a roof or out on the farm or, you know, looking like he's being mobbed somewhere by a crowd of people, well, that's his particular road of kingship. And we're going to hear more about it and more about the vision that he has for events, the Pan-African Grassroots Assembly, which happens down in July, the 4th of July weekend, uh, various work weekends, and, of course, getting the gardening and the farming going uh, there. So tune in for that uh, this coming Friday evening, 7 to 9. The Sunday program, we're going to, you know, finish out our whole January month really, really trying to inspire all of our uh, sister queens, mothers, grandmothers to take health by the horns and just, you know, beyond, oh, I'm going to diet or I'm going to look good for the summer or my bathing suit, I want to lose a couple of inches, really from the inside out to approach holistic health. And next week, uh, Sunday at this time, we have a phenomenal array of women um, we have uh, Osalami, uh, Alag Batuntun's wife down in uh, Fort Lauderdale, who comes to us with natural nursing solutions for uh, the many, uh, many of us that don't actually have really functional, um, throughout jobs, major insurance. This uh, Sister Queen comes to tell us what's in our kitchen cabinet, what are the old remedies, what are the natural nursing solutions that can answer some of the medical challenges that we have in our families and communities. We'll also have uh, Janice Galant, who, uh, with my daughter, my middle daughter, uh, Ibi Shoke Oludoye, uh, founded IO's Alliance, Fitness Alliance, there in New Orleans in the Crescent City. 
and they they have a full reign from uh, quarterly moving through the seasons to African dance and samba dance. They have all types of ways to keep the body healthy and to keep the body moving, so we look forward to their conversation as well. And last but not least, the youngest, our Legba daughter, uh, Ebuno Ladoye, who has just done amazing things at Anytime Fitness Gym there in Gentilly, um, just really thriving, really working with people who are dealing with o- obesity and illnesses caused by uh, an excess weight. And um, literally, literally, she has helped many, many people lose over in the thousands of pounds collectively. So um, for those of you that do work out or have a regular fitness program or would like to, you're going to have an array of panelists next Sunday evening to speak to some of that. And uh, beyond that, we move to the astrology. We'll have a wonderful uh, guest, uh, our Yamaja uh, Adebisi there, uh, Omi BC. I think I don't want to mispronounce her name, but you all know her on Facebook as Astrorisha Astrology. And she will be coming to tell us where we're moving to towards the uh, full moon there and uh, Ayorende, yes, uh, Makayla Ayorende, who works with Conscious Parties, kind of sort of like the guest we had this evening, only her parties are really about changing our minds so we change our world. You know, I've attended one of her parties as well, and uh, you'd be amazed what we learned about or or what was instilled in us in the direction of poverty consciousness just from playing musical chairs as a child. I know when that was like the first activity she did, and I was like, wow, that is really amazing because we were taught that the game goes where the scarcity of only having one chair at the end, like we're all worried, like, oh, will I be the one that can't sit down or, you know, can't stand up? And that's really where we learned or began to learn scarcity, that there's never enough. And what an illusion is that? We don't need to carry that any further in these times right here. We're in the, we're in the business of manifesting everything that we need. So um, okay. I could go well, on yeah, and have on what we have tried to do. For the year? Have you got the magenta book for the year? It sounds like you might have it booked for the year. No, that's only to the end of January. Yeah, can you imagine? What? I was wow. just going to say, yeah, that what we have done, sort of like the Spirit speaking to you about the resurrection of the temple, and you know our ancestors in the heavens are really busy. They speak to all of us in all of our dreams on these different missions, and we invite the sister That's queens right. that we reach out to to also bring their missions, because you know what? The ancestors are great, and they have missions for all of us. And so okay. these are just a few of the missions that we are are trying to connect with Sister Queens and give a little highlight, give a little shine, like a little shine, shine on what it is that we're trying to do and how we can reach a hand out to one another to support each other yeah. in these efforts. So um, that's a look, but you'll see it on the Facebook book go by as we promote the different shows. Queen Mother, is there anything else that you would like to bring to us before we um, really reach the top of the hour? Yes, I definitely want to remind everybody about the Million Mothers March at Pow Wow. And also to uh, share that uh, we are in 
the um, midst of a great time for us, that we are definitely opening up the heavens for everybody. And if we don't think selfish or greedy, and we really think in terms of our integrity and what it means to have good character, Iwapwele, we will all manifest our greatness. And um, I just want to let people know that we're doing uh, divination and reading on at Ifa House of Worship. I'm an Ifa priest, and that's what I do. So I just want to uh, let people know what it is uh, I'm doing and um, give them an opportunity to call and, you know, really get... Are you doing divination to EI yourself? Are you doing the divination personally? Yes, I do. Wonderful. Yes, I do. I'm wondering in in the last few minutes if we have the opportunity for some sister queen to actually win her guest pass to the Grandmother's Wisdom Weekend on Mother's Day, whether there are still others maybe on the call that um, can give us three more signs of oxidative stress in the body. And, you know, right quick, because we are really uh, almost at the edge, I'm just going to say that oxidative stress really is attached to the inflammation that leads to every illness and disease, every single one. Somebody trying to speak. Hello? 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 Hello. Hell is love, ladies, queen, sisters, right? <laughs> Benny, you know I'm so much about the language of Alafia. I don't know if we had a little um um I don't know where yeah, Queen Mother, are you there? Yeah, boom. We have a call in. Yes. Yes. I but, thought I heard uh, I, I heard Queen voice. I say I opened everybody's line, so I okay. gave everybody an opportunity to speak. So we have a lot of shy people on the um, phone. <laughs> I know, right? I know. I know. This is not the time to be shy, queens. Come on now. My, Ain't no shy queen ever won no battle. My name well, I tell you queen. what, it's a really I great thing. Let me entice everyone for next week. And so maybe they'll drop their shyness between here and there. I've been to Arlington, Kentucky. And so the young lady that who on whose land we are doing this particular weekend is my teepee maker. And she is also a potter. She's also a belly dancer. And so all of those points we have covered this evening in terms of our creativity and moving our bodies to stay healthy and being on the land. Oh, my goodness, her husband is an amazing amazing gardener. They grow amazing things in their garden. And for five days, um, I think we're going to start on the Wednesday before the Mother's Day weekend in May. We have women coming from just every aspect of women who make health care products for themselves, skin care products for themselves, tell you how to 
use the herbs to make medicines, tell you how to craft things that you can use in your kitchen or on your land with your hands. There's all kinds of herb skills. It is a tremendous event. <laughs> and uh, yeah, and to get uh, a free guest pass to attend. I definitely want to be there. Queen Mother, we have to be at that event. <laughs> I'm sure going to be there, absolutely. So uh, we hope that uh, everyone will take that little time and write down uh, the signs of oxidative stress, and maybe we'll have that again for our health portion next week where uh, someone perhaps can beat that lucky queen, sister queen, to win a free guest pass. And we will be offering it for every show because, as these ladies know, we go off into the woods. It is wonderful to be so available in January, but as the warm weather returns, we will have many, many, many weekends at various Earth Skills events where we are literally out in the woods in ceremony and ritual and learning many survival techniques and uh, the more that we can share that with our community of sister queens just we really feel like we answer the mission it's of our answer. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Well ladies it's been uh, a great Great evening, lots to that we have gained, and uh, we thank Heather Lee again for joining us, and so thankful that the Queen Mother was the one who actually gets gifted with that book, and, and we thank Avayomi if she's left the call there in Selma. We look forward to the return to Selma. What a sweet city that is. Really, the people there are just so genuinely amazing, and um, next week, same back. Time, same bat channel. May we rebirth <laughs> ourselves together. I love mm-hmm. it. I said wow. I don't use it because of Batman. I use it because of the medicine of the actual bat, which is yes. that we rebirth yes. ourselves and we are in the process okay. of rebirthing ourselves. So I've enjoyed okay. it, yes. And you all have wonderful one. May we all meet up in the dream time with all the numbers to to win the billion dollars. And then we can go forward. We can go forward with all of our projects.